Amen. Thank you, brother. <clears throat> you have your Bibles this morning. Let's all stand and turn to Ephesians, the second chapter. Ephesians, the second chapter. Let's all stand as we honor God's Word. <clears throat> Ephesians, the second chapter. I'm only going to read one verse. But I'm going to be preaching on several verses. <clears throat> Ephesians 2 and verse 7 says that in the ages to come he might show his exceeding riches of his grace and the kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for the opportunity to read it. Lord, I thank you for those that have come out today. I pray if there be any here that know not you and a free pardon of sin, Lord, we pray, pray that you'll uh, convict that soul. Convict them to know that if they die in that condition, they're going to die and go to hell. Lord, I pray that you'll see fit to bless us. Take care of us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. <clears throat> Today I want to preach to you on something that is amazing. That's grace. <clears throat> amazing grace. That's the title of my message this morning. Amazing grace. What a, what a wonderful thing. If it wasn't for amazing grace, I wouldn't be here today. <clears throat> I don't know where I'd be. I don't know what I'd be doing. I heard some of them talking about what they did before. They were saved, but uh, they didn't do anything that I didn't do. What a wonderful thing it is to, to come to know amazing grace. <clears throat> There's three things I want to talk about today concerning grace. That is, first of all, grace pardons our transgressions. <clears throat> Bible says, For by grace are you saved through faith, and not that not of yourself. You don't you don't muster up faith. You know, you have people who says, Well, I, I just need to have more faith. You're not gonna have any more faith than God gives you. And uh for by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Ephesians 2.8 As the old song states it, Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I think about that so often. I think about the one who wrote that song. Newton, who wrote that song. I don't know how many of you know, I've mentioned it before, but Newton was a slave trader. He would, uh, he told about how that when they, the ship would get in, a, in hard waters, rough waters, that they would throw some of the slaves overboard alive to sharks and let the sharks have them. They, they just, they was alive when they threw them over. And he wrote this song, Amazing Grace, How Sweet the Sound That Saved a Wretch Like Me. And I, I, I can say the same thing. I never did throw a slave over the side of a ship, but I've done some things that I'm thankful that Amazing Grace saved a, someone like myself. 
like me. Amazing, amazing grace brings the sinner down from his steel to pride to seek a Savior, and, and such as I have. That's what that's what it's, that's what he does. That's what amazing grace does to you. You seek out the Savior. You don't. The Bible. I know He seeks us, but when 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 if we're one of His children, He's going to find us. Uh, but the, the the thing that we need to see and understand is each and every day that uh, He doesn't have to save us. He didn't have to save a one of us. He could let every one of us die and go to hell. And we get what we deserve. But amazing grace brings a sinner down from his steel to pride to seek a Savior such as I have. It, it, it purges away all dishonesty, all bribery, all wrongdoing. Amazing grace lifts the, penit- the penitent sinner up from the miry clay which he has watered all his life. And, you know, whether we like it or not, uh, I know some people don't like to hear it, but if we're lost, we're like a hog watering in mud. mud. And you're not one that is, uh, that is, you, you say, well, I'm a pretty good person. I've heard that so much in my life. I've heard it over the years. I'm a pretty good person. I don't know why people would think that that I need anything. Well, Bible says there's none of us good. It's, it teaches us that we all need to be saved, that we all need to be forgiven of our sins and saved. <clears throat> it, uh, grace brings forgiveness. To the drunkard, the addict, the drug addict, and, and the pervert. It, it, it saves all. Those some of the worst ones I know of, and, and I've, I've come in contact with, grace can save them. When grace comes, they're saved. A drunkard. Uh, I, I never was, I never was what you would call a drunkard. I don't guess I was. I used to drink some, but uh, Rhonda put a pretty good stop to that. She said if I ever came to her house like that again, uh, not for me to show up anymore. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, a drug addict. I, I never did. I never took a drug in my life. I I was in the military for eight years, and and I saw drugs, but I never did take one. A drug addict, and I guess maybe I was a little bit of a pervert too. And but anyway, anyway, uh, it doesn't make any difference. It doesn't make any difference if you you think you're the best person in the world. You still need to be saved. You may, you may think that uh, you may think that you may think that uh, you you're not so bad. You still need to be saved. You might think that you come from a good family. You still need to be saved. No difference who you are, you need to be saved. You need to trust the Lord as your Savior. The second thing that grace does, grace prevails over our, over all of our fears. You know, it's uh, it was it was uh, 
the Lord who said it was Jesus who said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9 is what Apostle Paul spoke of Christ. He says, My grace is sufficient. He's quoting the Lord. My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength, for, for my strength is made perfect. Uh, it's made perfect in weakness. Second Corinthians 12, 9. T'was grace that taught my heart to fear. It was, that's, that's what, you know, there's nothing wrong in, in, in fear, but I tell you folks, when, when I first heard of hell, it scared me dead. I'm, I'm not making no bones about it. I didn't know about hell. I didn't know the first thing about hell. Nobody ever told me about hell. When, when um, Rhonda started talking to me about Rhonda was the first one to ever witness to me. And uh, and I, I sometimes I admit I leave her out of out of it, but uh, she's the first one to ever witnessed to me. And when she witnessed to me, I didn't know. I didn't. I didn't have no idea. I all I all I'd ever talked about hell was those signs that both Sam says they don't mean. Uh, hell fire, but uh, they said uh, uh, those signs he used to put on front of cars. What was it, Brother Sam? He used to put on front of cars, forget hell or something, something like that. Well, I didn't know what that. Was. I didn't know at first what that was talking about. I didn't know what they meant by that. But boy, I tell you, when the Lord got a hold of me and was showing me back in back in fifty. 50, 57, 58, let's see, 58 years ago. When the Lord saved my soul, I was a, I was a 22-year-old kid. When the Lord saved my soul, I, 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 I'd already been in the military and I wasn't out yet, but uh, they put me in a reserve unit. I was in a reserve unit for, for a few years. But at any rate... Uh, I, I didn't know what hell was. And, uh, boy, I know what it is today. I know exactly what it is today. I know what it is. And I know I don't want to see anybody go there. I don't want to see nobody go there. I don't want to see a, a person that comes to Landmark Baptist Church go to hell. I don't want to see a, 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 a one. It was grace that taught my heart to fear. Fear is the greatest enemy in this world today, many are plagued by the past, but they can they can't find comfort for the future. <coughs> you know, once you get up in age, and I've got there, I made it there. Once you get up in age, you begin to realize what life is all about. When you realize that I didn't, you couldn't have told me when. When I was growing up, that I'd eventually get old someday. I used to make fun of old people. Used to throw rocks at them. Used to be an old fella that uh, was, um, he walked down with a cane. And uh, 
I remember I used to make fun of him. He hit me with that cane many times because I made fun of him. He was crippled. And, uh, but I didn't realize that I had a blind brother and a crippled brother. I had a brother that was born blind. And uh, I made fun of people. What a terrible thing that was. But when I realized the fear, what fear meant, what fear was, what, what it was to really fear something, first thing I ever feared was God. Well, why would God want to do something like that to me? Uh, I used to tell Rhonda, when I used to go to, we first dated, first thing she told me when I first met her, she said, you go to church with me. She says, if you want to see me, come come church with me. Now, I, I, I hadn't been to church none in my life. And boy, when I saw that pretty little girl there, I said, I got to go to church. And I went to church. And, but I didn't know that all this was going to come out for what it is today. Many are plagued by the past that they can't find any comfort for the future. God's amazing grace is sufficient for yesterday. It is sufficient for today. It is sufficient for tomorrow. John stated God is love. 1 John 4 and verse 18. And uh, I, I didn't know. I didn't know about the love of God. I didn't know about the love of anything. I, I, did, I, I often wondered, well, why would somebody like, why would somebody die for me? I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought about that. When I was in the military, you know, I, I didn't think nothing about that somebody dying for me. I thought maybe, maybe someday I'd have to die for my country. But I never, I never thought about anybody dying for me. And I know that grace is the most wonderful thing. Thirdly, grace protects us from danger. The great apostle states, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in a time of need. Hebrews 4 and verse 16. Do you know grace today? Do you know what it is? I'm going to tell you folks, I... I can't, I can't make it any plainer. I'm telling you, I can't make it any plainer. I, I was just an old sin, sinful boy growing up. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about salvation, didn't know anything. But I know one thing. I know it today. I know it today and I understand it today. I know, I can tell you today that if you die and you're sinned, you're going to, you're going to suffer in hell for all eternity. And I mean, it's going to be, going to be something that, I, I can't imagine that. I think about those, some people say that as many as three billion lived before the flood. Every one of them, but one man died and went to hell. Think about that now for a moment. That was, that was, I can't even tell how many years ago. That's when the beginning of this earth. Three billion of them died. And all, and all but one of them went to hell. All but one of them. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord.
He's the only one. Noah was the only one out of the out of the three billion that died and went to heaven. The rest of them went, died and went to hell. Think about that for a moment. They've been suffering. I, I can't. I can't even imagine. I tell you, it, it scares me to death. Think about today. It, it scares me to death to think that there are people. In, in a casket in the ground and they still got the same mind they had when they lived here on the earth you're going to die with the same mind you got now it's not going that mind's not going to die it's going to live on forever and ever forever and ever mm. what a great what a great thing to think about he says through many dangers toils and snares I have already come. That's what that's what Newton said. Through many dangers, through many dangers, toils and snares, I have already come. Been through them. I've been through them. I've been through them. I know. I know what they're like. The world is nothing but dangers and toils. The streets of the cities are are unsafe for day by day or by night. You know, I see it on TV. I saw, I saw where some three, three fellas beat up a woman. Just beat her to death. I can't, I can't imagine something like that. Somebody said, well, let's go to New York. I don't want to go to New York. I don't want to go to New York. I don't want to go be on them streets with that bunch like that. I'm telling you, just to think that that I was probably one of them. God's amazing grace is ready to protect all of his elect children who have put their trust in him. Grace is a wonderful thing. Grace is a wonderful protection. You know, you'll say, well, I bet every one of you can say, I've got insurance. Well, you, you can't have any better insurance than grace. Amazing grace. There's no better insurance out there nowhere. Nowhere. No kind of no kind of insurance is any better. When you die, that insurance is going to die with you. Ah, your family may get a little bit of money. That ain't going to amount to nothing. Let me tell you. Greatest insurance you can have is amazing grace. It don't cost anything. It's free. Think about it now. It's free. Didn't cost me a thing. Didn't cost me a thing. David stated in the Psalms, David stated, because he has set his love upon me, therefore would I deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he had known my name. He shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in, in trouble. I will, be, I will deliver him and honor him. With, with long life will I satisfy and show him my salvation. This is David speaking as the Lord. David was a type of the Lord Jesus Christ. And he spoke a lot of times as the Lord would speak. And uh, that's what he's doing here. 
He's speaking as the Lord spoke in Psalm 91, verse 14 through 16. But the old song states, when we've, when we've been there 10,000 years, Christ shining as the sun, we know less days of seeing God's praise than we first begun. What a great, wonderful thing. What a great, wonderful thing. I can't think of anything else that would be anything more wonderful than to know that that in, in maybe two or three more years, my dad lived to be 83. I'm 70. I'm 78 right now. I'll be 79 in about a month and a half. A couple of months. My dad died at 83. My mom died at 83. My sister died at 83. So, what a great, what a great assurance that is. What a great assurance. When we've been there 10,000 years, Christ shining as the sun, we know less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. What a great, what a great thing. God's amazing grace keeps us in this life and in the life to come. The treasures and pleasures of life will soon pass away. The mansion Christ has prepared for his own will last forever. May God bless you with amazing grace today. May God bless you with amazing grace. What a wonderful thing. The mansion that God has built for us is going to last for all eternity. I remember David Collier said, I can't wait to get in the, in the one he built for me. He's there now. He made it. He's there. He's there. I tell you, what a wonderful thing. I preached old brother David's funeral. And he, he's there. The mansion Christ prepared for us will last forever. He says, I go and prepare a mansion for you. I'll go. I'll prepare a place for you. He's already got it. It's already there. There. He, 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 he built it for me, for you. For all of you that are saved, he built, he, built, he built that mansion for you. What a great blessing that is. It's free. It don't cost you anything. This is insurance that you don't cost you a dime. It's insurance to have. I pray that all of you that are viewing here on, and uh, I, I heard one person that said that the Lord had saved her by listening to this right here, listening to this live streaming. Said the Lord has saved her. She says this is her church, and she says I'm her pastor. What a great blessing. What a great blessing it is. I pray today that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your Savior. That you'll, you'll rejoice as I'm rejoicing this morning. I pray that if you don't know him, I pray that you'll come to know him. Because I know, I know when you do, you'll rejoice like I'm rejoicing today. What a great blessing. We're going to sing a song. And I'm going.